She's a revered guitarist and songwriter, and at just 34, Neely Brosh has a lot to say, albeit without words. Her latest singles, Lavender Mountains and Song of Hope, are beautiful poetic melodies that make you feel happy, calm, and just what the latter name suggests, hopeful. Whether it's playing the iconic theme from The Simpsons with Danny Elfman, Michael Jackson's Beat It at Cirque, yes, she does that too, or banging out those fast metal riffs with Death Clock. This eclectic musician is definitely one to watch. This is a Life Minute with Neely Brosh. Hey, this is Neely Brosh, and you are listening to Life Minute TV. Hey. I know. How's it going? Hey, good. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, of course. Cool. How are you doing? I'm great. How about you? Oh, I'm doing well. So congratulations with everything you have going on. Thank you. The new music out tomorrow, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Wednesday. Tell us about it. Yes, I have two new singles coming out back to back. Uh, one is called Song for Hope and the next is called Lavender Mountains. And the whole idea behind releasing them back to back is I felt they should be heard as such one after the other. Um, they will likely follow that way in a future album, but I wanted to make sure that everybody has access to the music early. So I just decided to release them that way. Um, so you hear it the way it's perceived. And then um, Lavender Mountains also has a music video and that's coming out uh, as well on Wednesday. I'm gonna have a, a YouTube uh, little premiere for both uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific. Tomorrow. Awesome, yeah. so cool. And they're beautiful yeah. too, really beautiful. Yeah, thank you. So take us back a bit for those that don't know, like how did you get into this? When did you know you wanted to be a musician? And how did it all start for you? So uh, I come from a music loving family. I'm the youngest of four and I have older brothers that were always into rock and roll and, and music that preceded my, uh, my era and upbringing, you know? So I grew up with a lot of Queen and Pink Floyd and things like that in the, around the house. And my brother, Ethan, who's a guitar player, inspired me to play. I always wanted to be like him and, mm -hmm. uh, through him, I discovered Nuno Betancourt and that kind of took me the rest of the way. And I started practicing as a young high schooler, let's say, you know, seriously practicing and, and the rest kind of went from there, you know? Yeah. So cool. Thanks. Yeah. You just do instrumental. I mean, as far as the stuff that I've written, yeah, it's been all instrumental so far. Which is pretty unique. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I guess I've just felt like I'm not a vocalist, but I still want to have a voice and melodies and stuff like that. I'll just do it through my instrument voice, you know. Will there ever be like, how come you're not a singer? You can't sing or? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I have now sung live with Danny Elfman and done things that I never thought that I would ever be asked to do or, you know, pull the trigger on or anything. And I, I do like it. I always enjoy singing and it, it is a part of a big part of how I take in music and process it and stuff. I definitely feel the value in that. I just never thought of myself as a singer performer type of 
person. So again, it doesn't mean that it's never going to happen. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I've written, I perceive as vocal music or, you know, to me, they could be vocal melodies. But again, it's just I just didn't sing them. So that's not to say that everything I'll ever write will be that way. Right. Right. So. And what gravitated you to the guitar? Well, again, I guess my my brother at the earliest years, he made it cool. Um, I wanted to be like him. <laughs> did you take lessons or did he teach you a bit or were you self-taught or a little bit of both? Kind of everything. I mean, I, I, I've had so many teachers to give credit <laughs> to, you know, and of course, being around my brother, I've picked up things, um, but I've had so many formal teachers throughout my life. So yeah, definitely. I guess I can't, I can't call myself self self-taught. I've had very, like, like I said, a lot of teachers. And then how did you get hooked up with Danny Elfman? How did that come to be? That was the most <laughs> random thing. So uh, a composer named Mikael Hurwitz who went to school with my brother, um, recommended me to his uh, studio manager, Melissa McGregor. And she ended up giving me a call out of nowhere where I didn't pick up the phone because I didn't know the number. And I said, oh, if it's a gig, they'll leave a message. And then my very next thought was, it's never a gig. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, I listened to the voicemail and I was like, what? <laughs> and, you know, we uh, the audition process went on from there. And uh, yeah, it all it all went well, thankfully. But I, I definitely was never, ever, ever. It was pretty much the last thing I would have ever imagined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the Simpsons song. Yeah. Like, when I saw that, I like started laughing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think of it until you like see it. I'm like, oh my god, oh yeah, that guitar riff. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It wasn't a guitar riff, you know what I mean? And that wasn't even like the original plan for us to even play it like that. It just happened somewhere along the along the journey and uh, didn't get cut. <laughs> I guess it's crazy. It's so cool. And then tell us about Cirque too. Like, tell us all about that. That's also like so neat. Yeah. So um, I do a Cirque du Soleil show there, Michael Jackson one show. And I did that full time for a long time. 10 show a week grind, which is, you know, feels like it's got an expiration date, especially for a musician. But now I'm in the very lucky situation where I can go and fill in every couple of weeks since I, I live here and I'm still around. And you know, the Shirin Shivashi who's doing the full-time thing, you know, she needs a break every once in a while. Yeah. I know I did. Um, and so I'm really happy to be in the position to be able to do that. So I, I do a, around four shows a month if I'm home and, you know, and it's, it's great. I love the show. I love the community over there. It's been wonderful. And this is just kind of seriously the best of all world because I can't believe I get to go and do all my other stuff and then still come and say hi to my friends and help out a little. So I, I love it. And tell us more about your new songs. So, you know, both of these, I guess, are theoretically in some way pandemic tunes, you know, that's where yeah. the, that's when they were written and uh, Song for Hope with the title kind of reflects the the need for for optimism that I was trying to find through that music, I guess, uh, when I was writing it. Uh, didn't seem like something that sounds uplifting would have come from a dark time, but I guess I don't know. It just came out. And again, that's why I kind of felt like one came after the other because it becomes more uplifting with Lavender Mountains and the uh, inspiration of the desert. And again, all the things that are reflected in the music video and the title. So 
yeah, you know, it's a, it's an auditory representation of all that stuff. And hopefully that will convey. It does. It's, they're beautiful. And they, they do sound hopeful. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see the videos. I haven't seen Thank you. Yet, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's cool. It, again, a visual representation of the Lavender Mountains all around me. So very happy about that. Were you so, where were you when you thought of like um out in the dry lake bed outside of Las Vegas? Who did you work with to to do the videos? Um, so his name is Alec Clausen, um, and he goes by Anomaly Films. And he's actually uh, he I met him at, when he was a dancer at the Cirque show that I was in, yeah. and we had started collaborating since my first music video. I've done a couple with him, and he's very very creative and always comes up with some really cool over the top uh concept and and really executes it well so i'm so i'm so blessed that that's the visuals that are going along with my music i'm really excited for everyone to see it awesome and then you play too you know death lock are you still doing that do you still play with yeah yes death lock is actually going on a very long tour um later on this year with baby metal and Jason Richardson is opening and we're going all across the States to uh, support the Metalocalypse movie that's coming out and new album and all this other great stuff. So it's going to be a party <laughs> for sure. <laughs> all across the States. It's going to be amazing. And then what about with Danny? So what we do is, um, I mean, technically there's no Oingo Boingo anymore, but um, the shows are under Danny's name and we do play okay. a lot of old Oingo Boingo songs that okay. we've kind of, uh, we call it Big Messified because that's the name of the of the new album that is a lot more heavy and alternative and that kind of thing. And so uh, the fans have nicknamed it that that's the treatment that the old Boingo songs get is that they've been Big Messified and they've <laughs> made, been made all heavy and uh, been influenced by us new players and all that. Cool. So there is a lot of that in the set and it, it, it's a really varied set it's got film scores it's got old stuff it's got new stuff it's it's a really good combination of things and we did announce two shows um in early august in san diego and irvine so that's coming up as well gonna be awesome. a busy summer yeah it's so neat that you're so eclectic i think you thank know. you that's that's been you know that's been the goal to to be versatile enough to <laughs> to be with a bunch of different, you know, because I, I get bored doing the same thing and I like a lot of different kinds of music and different kinds of people. And <laughs> it's it's wonderful to, you know, awesome. just have buds. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. buds. You mentioned Queen and Pink Floyd. Who are some of, of your other influences? And what are some artists you like today? Like who are, who are some mm. guitarists that you think are amazing right now? So uh, Nuno Betancourt is probably my biggest influence and that actually falls you know with the with the timing of these releases it actually really falls in the uh current question too and it's actually come up in previous interviews but the new extreme stuff is so incredible and as a fan and as someone who that's my favorite band that's the stuff I grew up on that's what got me to playing guitar it's personally I'm so happy that it's them nowadays you know because with Eddie being gone and you know we've lost and Jeff Beck and we've lost so many icons to think that my favorite guy is the one carrying the torch mm -hmm. I mean I never would have like as a kid I was always just like so worried that I missed the boat on that you know and that I would never see them uh get back together perform that music and all that kind of stuff and so to think that in my generation 
that's what's going on like that makes me happier than anything that's so cool how old yeah. are you I am 34 <laughs> but it but you know but I feel like I I did miss that you know I wasn't I was a tiny little kid when they were yeah. popular yeah. so I I was that 12 year old in the year 2000 <laughs> that was like how do you know this band why do you know this? like you know I so. do feel like extreme they know I feel like they never got their due, you know, like, I know, because, and... you know, you, it's easy to pigeonhole, etc. Yeah. more than words, you know, all the same reasons that everybody's always yeah. talked about, but it's becoming almost easier to see it looking back when everybody's kind of thinking about it now. And there's certain performances that people forget about, I think, like the Freddie Mercury tribute concert, that was just yeah. such an incredible, I mean, Wembley Stadium, insane tribute performance. And they did stuff like that, you know, and mm -hmm. you're right. It's like, that's credit due that people so often forget about. But I think, I think it's coming back. Yeah. And eighties and nineties are coming back. So maybe, yeah. Yeah. Does Nuno know, like, do, have you ever played with them before or him before? He's been wonderfully supportive and, and kind, like through the, we've connected through the internet and stuff and, and he's been awesome. Cool. Who are somebody like someone you want to collab with? that you haven't yet? Uh, I mean, there's plenty, but uh, Devin Townsend would be amazing and Steve Lukather would be amazing. And there's so many people of different, you know, talents and, and skill sets and <laughs> genres and things that would be amazing. So I don't know, it's hard to, hard to narrow it down. What's next for you? What's something you wanna do that, you know, what do you think's gonna come next? I hope to have more time to to devote to this next record and to my music and you know there'll probably be more of that coming next year but you know nothing against what I've got coming up because it's it's I I, I love it so much you know both Danny and, and Death Clock are camps that are very special to me and close to my heart and to get to do that as much as possible is is definitely what I've waited a long time to do so no complaints here and, and I'm, I'm all about just seeing how it unfolds and and, and live in this next year good for you Thanks. what do you want people to take away when they listen to your music um hopefully they'll remember the melodies that that would be the ideal if they come away humming the stuff that's that's they the whole <laughs> and what do you think music does for people i i think it helps them survive i don't know it keeps them alive keeps us moving i think it's just like more essential than we maybe say i agree yeah uh, and i think it's neat that you're a woman also you know because there aren't that many you know rock and women that play guitar like this and so good we're, for you there's a, there's a lot of them now you know there's a lot of great females out there working and kicking ass and it's it's awesome it's awesome <laughs> to see yeah <laughs> Well, congratulations on everything that's going on. You're Thank awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.